We just trying to close up the wealth gap. Get to this generational wealth. Bet that. We gonna lift off like a jetpack. Time to tune in, not just speaking real facts. Right here is everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host. Nigel Roberts, leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. That's a hundred million Satoshis. I mean, no, 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 that's a million Satoshis, but we're doing it one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you. Today is Monday, March 6, 2023, and we have some cryptopians whose birthday is today. And I would like to say happy birthday to cryptopian Alex Parrish, Alicia Glover, Thomas Lambert, Angie Gray, Rashida R., Odia Morrison and Judy Johnson Edward Evans. I want to say happy birthday to each and every one of you. I hope your day is filled with love, joy, peace, and happiness. And I'm excited for you this day, and I hope you enjoy it. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to get a shout out for your birthday, please send me a text message to 424-317-7373, 424-317-7373. And as you all know, I think that you all are fabulous and special. And so what I'd like to do is just give you a shout out on your birthday because you deserve it. Not just the celebrities need these shout outs because I hear the celebrities getting shout outs all the time. You are the celebrities in the financial space. So I just want to say happy birthday to each and every one of you every day. So with that, we are in full swing in Women's History Month. And you all know that I am honoring women this month who crypto and I call it Women Who Crypto. I am the founder of Wine, Women, and Crypto. And so I do a bunch of events online once a month where we sip wine, we talk about cryptocurrency, and really just try to educate the community on the various different backgrounds of the people that have now come full circle in the cryptocurrency space as it relates to their occupation. And today, I would like to honor a very good friend of mine, um, and she's right here in the Los Angeles area. Her name is Wendy O. And I met Wendy O back in 2018 when she started in the cryptocurrency space. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Right now, Wendy O runs the largest, most watched 
female-run crypto YouTube program globally, and it's called The O Show. And she's really deep on technicals and things of that sort, and she teaches people, you know, just the basics. And she also goes into some of the cryptocurrencies that she holds, and she really educates the community. She's on a platform called Coindesk as well. But what I do know is her background was in health. So ladies and gentlemen, she jumped from the healthcare industry right into the cryptocurrency space. And she has been here ever since. In fact, the cryptocurrency space actually retired her from that health organization that she was working for. I think it was an infectious disease company and they probably needed her when she quit in 2018 because we had the pandemic just a couple of years later. But nevertheless, Wendy O is a mother. She's a phenomenal mother and she is a wife as well. And she holds many, many hats inside this cryptocurrency space. But she and I have uh, gone hand in hand most of the time teaching and educating and she focuses on everybody but specifically the Latino community and they're doing she's doing a great job and so to her I want to say happy women's history month and congratulations on being the young lady that we focused on today as we honor those women who crypto ladies and gentlemen I have a special guest coming today and we are going to have a conversation and you are absolutely going to love it. So what I'm going to say to you is do not touch that dial. And for those of you who know that people around you need to be listening, you need to tell them to download the KBLA app. I'm going to just tell you who's coming on. We have the young lady from Married to Medicine. Her name is Dr. Heavenly Kimes. And I did her event this weekend and I've asked her to come on and share the phenomenal thing that she did over the last five days. In fact, it was so great today. They're having an encore event tonight. And I want her to share um, how she came about doing what she has done and, you know, the stellar group of individuals are women that she's put together to help with finances, ladies and gentlemen. So this is an incredible thing. And so, again, when we come forward, we will hear from the fabulous one and only Dr. Heavenly Kimes. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve. With Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. I am so super excited, ladies and gentlemen. I was sharing with you all all last week that I was anticipating doing an event for Dr. Heavenly Kimes for her Heavenly University. And ladies and gentlemen, when I got on, I'm going to say the stage because I did mine via Zoom. She's in Atlanta. When I got on the stage and I saw the powerhouses that she had assembled for our community, I just was overwhelmed. And I know that we are phenomenal people. We are phenomenal black women and black men. And we have a lot of things to offer our community. 
But there's a difference between a group of people coming together that have great information to share with a group of people coming together with great information to share and that are anointed that God has just felt like all the energy and everything was pulled together and that God had placed a group of individuals, a group of women together at the right time to really discuss the plight of our community and what direction we need to go. And so today, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you all to a dentist a fabulous dentist that has over 1.1 million followers here in the world. And she is one of the fabulous personalities on Married to Medicine. And yes, her husband is a doctor as well. And so uh, Dr. Heavenly Kimes is on with us today. So welcome, Dr. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am incredible. How how is your day going? It's going beautifully setting up for the bonus day of Dr. Heavenly University. We had some amazing, amazing information passed, and I think it's our obligation to put it out there. Absolutely, absolutely. And so since our audience wasn't able to really grasp who was on, I know they hear my excitement, and I'm excited about you. But I'm going to ask you, uh, before we get into who you had that is, I'm just going to say, preparing a four-legged stool for retirement for all the folks that are on Dr. Heavenly University. Tell us a little bit about who you are really quickly and how you got into Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Listen, I'm a dentist. Y'all know I've, I've been a dentist. I'm a wife and a mother. Um, Some kind of way I got on reality TV. I was, uh, you know, uh, chosen for reality TV. But I'm a dentist, but I feel like I was called because I used to, I do uh, Dr. Heavenly University for dentists, giving CE credits to teach them how to start and run a successful business. I um, have been prophesied to put out their information on wealth and wealth um, for our people. So I just started. I said, God, how am I going to do this? And God actually put everything in place for me. So I have to give him all the glory. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when did you do you remember when you first heard about cryptocurrency or Bitcoin? Uh, yes, actually, uh, Jewel Tanker told me about Bitcoin probably in 19. I mean, uh, 2015. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't I didn't invest in it. I didn't start investing in Bitcoin to probably the pandemic in 2019. Okay. All right. And as you have been in this space newly, I just want to ask you, are you feeling a little bit skittish right now about some of the things that are going on in the cryptocurrency space? Absolutely. I think it's so much we just don't understand because there are so many coins out there. I know you spoke on Bitcoin, but my question would be, what about Ethereum? Because I think there's a use for that. But there are so many coins out there. and Some of them are scams. Some of them are not. Uh, so many altcoins that I would not probably invest in anything but Bitcoin and maybe Ethereum. But yeah, I'm feeling skittish because I don't know what's going on in the world. I know it's not regulated, but anything that's not regulated and the government's not, government's not making money on I know they're trying to change policy because they have to make their money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I know that we asked you to get on and we want to make sure that everybody knows about Dr. Heavenly University. So can you tell us about some of the team that you've assembled at this? Absolutely. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Heavenly University was started with just me doing business, and then we added on so many people. We have so many doctors and credentialed experts on Bitcoin, on cryptocurrency. We have somebody on insurance, trust, uh, healthcare, Dr. Jackie on healthcare. We have somebody talking about Forex trading, making six figures trading Forex. I mean, it's truly uh, a one-stop shop, Nyjah. And we're actually having, it's been so well-received, we're having another one in June. So make sure you guys check it out at DrHeavenlyUniversity.com. DrHeavenlyUniversity.com. Watch my free webinar and enjoy for my five-day challenge. Absolutely. And so this five-day challenge is just wrapping up, or it was wrapping up yesterday. But because it did so well, you're having a bonus day today. Now, is the bonus day available for everyone to t- tune in, or they have to already have been in it, the, the five days? Yeah, they have to have already been in, but no, no worries. We have another one coming up, so go to my website and sign up for the next one. Yeah, we had so much information. I mean, information packed that we added on an extra day because everybody didn't get to answer all their questions and it was so well received. So yeah, we're having a bonus day and then we're having a live event March 18th. It will be free, a free live event March 18th. Make sure you visit my website for the details. It'll be here in Atlanta, Georgia, and it may be filmed on Married to Medicine. All right. Well, that is absolutely incredible. And I want to thank you for being so down to earth with the name like Dr. Heavenly. <laughs> but we appreciate you, Yeah, my mama named you, me sister. that. <laughs> we appreciate I appreciate you, you so much. Thank and you thank for you the opportunity. for chiming in today. All for right, sure. ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Dr. Heavenly Kimes, you can find her on social media at Dr. with the underscore and then Heavenly. H-E-A-B-E-N-L-Y, Dr. Underscore Heavenly. So thank you again, Dr. Heavenly, for all that you do in our community and each and every one of the people that you touch and the lives that are watching and then the women that aspire to do exactly what you're doing. So we thank you. I appreciate you, ma'am. Thank you so much, Nigel. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. You too, darling. Bye-bye. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, had a very interesting weekend, to say the least. And, you know, I'm always looking at things. I'm always researching. I'm always paying attention to what I feel like will help us get sort of a lens on where our community is going and what's happening in this space. And so this Cryptocurrency space is really evolving quickly in several different ways. Tomorrow, I am going to spend some time talking to you about the macro. Today, we're going to do more of some of the news that's coming out. But tomorrow, we're going to talk about some things in the macro because I have researched specifically when I knew I was going to do something for Dr. Heavenly Kimes, something came across my computer as it related to China and what they were actually saying to the United States in an actual document. And so I pulled that up and I think it deserves its own show because we've really got to understand what's happening worldwide economically and really just try to figure out what plays, you know, we do in those sorts of things. But This weekend's observation, ladies and gentlemen, has all to do with our community because I spent some time in different genres, I'll just say it that way, in different corners of the earth 
um, this weekend, just really paying attention and watching our folks and seeing what we may be needing to do a little uh, and a lot more of that has to do with we need to be saving and a lot of people haven't been getting the memo but they definitely will get the memo soon so um i spent a couple of hours on saturday just really people watching and seeing what they were doing and how they were grooving in fact, I had on a T-shirt, as I almost always do, that says Bitcoin. And I had a couple of people comment about the fact that they were doing fabulous in Bitcoin. In fact, I had a young lady tell me that she was a millionaire because of Bitcoin and that she got started back, 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 back in the day. Uh, and I say back, back, but we haven't been back that far. We're only 14 years old, but probably around, uh, you know, two to three years when Bitcoin was in. She told me when she got into Bitcoin, it was $400 a coin. And she purchased a bunch of, of Bitcoin back then. And she's just been holding on, but she's been utilizing a little of it to live. And uh, just had a quick conversation with her about how that was going for her. And she was having the same sorts of sentiments that I have had because she bought it at $400 and she can see the value difference between $400 and now $22,000. She realizes if the price goes up anymore in the very near future, she's going to lose that value based on the fact that she sold some of her Bitcoin. And so she's holding on uh, more uh, then she probably wants to. And she admitted she she wants to know when is going to be the great time for her to get out. And so we had a small conversation about the fact that this could possibly possibly be one of the currencies that we're using here in the United States. So why would you get rid of one of the currencies that we're using unless you have a situation where you need to buy something and I'm going to say something like, you know, the transmission goes out in your car. You need to purchase a new car or something of that sort, but not just to be buying it because you need a new dress or you need, you know, just something that is a want as opposed to a need. And so we had that conversation. And then I had somebody walk by me and was like, oh, my goodness, I lost my money with that Bitcoin stuff. And I said, you did. Do you mind taking a second to tell me what happened? And the person proceeded to say that they gave their money to this. Uh, to They gave their money, bought some Bitcoin, and they were supposed to get a return on investment daily. And at first they were able to turn on the computer and take a look at their winnings and their return on investment. And then all of a sudden they were no longer able to do it. And what I found out in kind of probing is that this individual never bought Bitcoin. In fact, they bought Bitcoin and they traded it into this other cryptocurrency because that's what they were told to do. 
And that cryptocurrency was the one that they were supposed to be trading on. But the money, which is the Bitcoin, was long gone and it was traded for another insignificant cryptocurrency. And a lot of times that's what happens when you're getting involved in some of these platforms that are there to extract funds from you. They get the asset out of your hand that matters the most and they give you their coin. Now, again, all the time, it's not a bad thing. When we talk about guap coin and I've shared that vibranium, there's a fam coin, which stands for 40 acre and a mule. When you buy Bitcoin and you convert it to those coins, they're doing some things in our community. And so that's why I always say that's mission over monetization. And that's why I participate in those particular coins, because we need to do something to help our own communities. And if it doesn't come from us, it's not going to come from anybody. I'm just telling everybody right now, they are not coming to save us. So no matter what you think, these folks are not coming to save us. Matter of fact, they could care less if we got any help. So with that being stated, I tried to share with this individual that, you know, of course they hadn't purchased Bitcoin or invested Bitcoin, even though they were telling me about this other cryptocurrency, they had this bad taste in their mouth about Bitcoin and Bitcoin actually had nothing to do with that entire scenario. And so by the time I got finished, we had an opportunity to, you know, exchange information and hopefully I'm going to say they, cause it was a husband and wife couple that they're listening in to KBLA and they're starting to learn a little bit about this industry and about this space because it's really important as we move forward. And I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to be the one to sit here and tell you that if someone wants you to buy Bitcoin and then turn it into their coin, that it's the wrong thing for you to do. It just really depends on exactly what your goals are. And one of the things that I've always asked each and every one of you to do is to do your due diligence. No one is responsible except for you in this cryptocurrency space to whom much is given much is required. So you need to go to coin market cap or one of these other sites that actually break down these cryptocurrencies. And you need to read for yourself. You need to do some research and make sure that you're investing in the right things because these people could technically be gone tomorrow and you have nothing to show for the monies that you've put out. So I just want each and every one of you to be, um, to be careful. But what I did observe this weekend is that more people knew what Bitcoin is than normal. Like I could walk around with a Bitcoin shirt for a month and I could find one or two people that would say, Oh, what's that? But this particular day, which was Saturday, and again, mass adoption comes from news and all the things that are going on. I think FTX did play a part in bringing knowledge to at least what the word is, Bitcoin and FTX and cryptocurrency, because it's everywhere now. So that's mass adoption. But now we got to get it right. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward after news, sports and traffic, we are going to jump into our market update. And then we're going to talk about some of the news that's going on in the cryptocurrency space. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. Heard any other talk radio lately that sounds anything like this? We didn't think so. You're listening to Unapologetically Progressive, KBLA Talk 1580. 
All right, welcome forward. Well, I heard Dr. Heavenly Kimes when she said, what about Ethereum? So we're going to answer that question on this segment. So we're going to do that right now. But ladies and gentlemen, I have to say that there are some massive warning signs for the Ethereum price. Ethereum volume program profile, excuse me. So let me start that over. Ethereum's volume profile is actually down 90% since March of 2020. And so I'm just going to say this because I pride myself on keeping it 100. I'm not going to play no games with you. When I look at Vitalik Buterin, who is the man who created Ethereum, I am worried about the safety of your hard-earned money being stored in Ethereum because you leave the power or whatever Ethereum brings, you leave it in his hands. And I need somebody to Google Vitalik Ethereum and take, I mean, Ethereum, here I go, Vitalik Buterin. I need you to Google him. The last time I saw him walking in a crowd of individuals into a cryptocurrency um, conference, he had a small pink purse, looked like it belonged to about a three-year-old girl and he was just looking like he had some suspect stuff going on and it was terrible it was enough where everybody took to twitter and said is this who you are allowing to have your future in his hands it was that bad so that's the vitalic buterin anyway he is the creator of ethereum he holds the ethereum blockchain in his hand he can decide to shut it down he can decide to take all the money and run he can do whatever he would like to do it is centralized ladies and gentlemen it has the capability capability for people to be able to build technology on top of it but again with it not being decentralized look at all the other um companies and coins that have just bellied up and I'm not saying Ethereum is going to do that but I am saying I am really petrified about what the possibilities are if this dude if, if he's not already crazy of what he's going to do in the very near future so I'm going to steer clear of holding Ethereum as a uh, as a store of value. So if you choose to do that, you absolutely can. I buy Ethereum only when I need to buy an NFT. And yes, I buy NFTs because yes, I support artists, the artists that drew the NFT. I support the children that create their own NFTs because they're new entrepreneurs. I support that. So I buy Ethereum when I need to. And I buy those things if they're on the Ethereum blockchain. But let me just say this. Um, what a, a volume profile is, ladies and gentlemen, it's an indicator that displays trading activity across prices with some of the lines. So you've got a blue line, you've got a yellow line, and you've got a red line and a green line. And it just really talks about volume and some of those things. So in March 2020, when the market bottom, Ethereum's volume profile on a weekly chart showed about 160 million Ethereum trades across the 
$85 to $270 price. At that time, the selling volume was greater than the buying volume of around 4 million Ethereum. But Ethereum buying volume regained momentum after Ethereum price went above $270, which was in about July 2020. And between July 2020 and November 2020, Ethereum's volume profile actually displayed that it had gone down in actual trades, meaning people that are going back and forth peer to peer to only about 64 million. So remember, I told you it was at 160 million and then it went down to about 64 million. And then you fast forward uh, where we are right now. In other words, most traders purchased Ethereum as the price climbed and that didn't do well for them because the market crashed. And this is like the second or third time that the market is a crash with Ethereum. Um, but the difference is right now is it doesn't seem like confidence is in play with Ethereum. And why is that? Because Ethereum has been promising upgrades and all sorts of different things. And they've never, ever met that actual time frame or milestone. And those are the things that you should be looking for when you're looking at investing in different cryptocurrencies. Are these people doing what the heck they said they were going to do when they said they were going to do it? And arguably, Every project will have its ebbs and flows. It'll have some issues. They may have to push back the time frame they, a couple of months. Well, in this case with Ethereum, they pushed it back a whole year and then it finally happened. And now they're expecting some other sorts of upgrades. And those upgrades have been pushed back and people are really tired of not getting what Ethereum has promised. But a lot of people have jumped into Ethereum with with the expectation that it's going to go up massively in price and they're going to be the ones that reap the benefits. And it should be that way, but not in a get rich quick type of way. And I think that's one of the problems that Ethereum is having, because when people hear that upgrades are happening and that um, Ethereum is going to do this and it's going to do this, they buy more in hopes that it's going to do that. And then when it doesn't and they've got to push these dates back, it really puts a sour taste in people's mouth. And that's what's happening right now. It's it's losing credibility. It's losing um people being comfortable with what Ethereum is about. And I'll tell you again, I know you're not supposed to judge a book by a cover, but when I saw Italic, Vitalik Buterin with that pink purse walking through that line, I thought, oh my goodness, we are in trouble if this is what or who holds the Ethereum blockchain in the palm of his hands. And so that's one of the reasons why, again, I only buy it for mission, not monetization. So to answer Dr. Heavenly Kimes question, that is exactly what I would say about Ethereum. But again, I'm not a financial advisor providing any financial advice. If you feel like you need to hold on to Ethereum because it has a bunch of use cases, the bottom line is those use cases can only come to life and only continue to thrive if our government is going to allow this centralized currency to 
take over and change some of the ways that they run business. They can absolutely call him into the Supreme Court or wherever else they want to call him in and have him shut it down. And so that's what you fear or you shouldn't fear it. God doesn't give us the spirit of fear, uh, but he gives us really a a great brain to make great decisions. And so I'm not going to say you should fear that you should be cautious to know that anything that is centralized in this day and time can and will be altered, changed or deleted. And Bitcoin is just not one of those that can be changed, altered or deleted. So I hope that that sheds a little bit of light on the Ethereum uh, platform and their circulating supply in profit because that's really really important that you know um how uh ethereum has fallen as far as the amount of individuals that are actually trading and who's holding it and possibly even the liquidity of getting out of the coin so with that ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we will continue the cryptocurrency conversation we're going to do a market update and then we're going to jump into these banks yes these banks this is kbla talk 1580 old money new money money. we've got you covered keep it locked to the midday money chain on kbla talk 1580 now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with naja roberts on kbla talk 1580 all right welcome forward so bitcoin right now is trading at twenty two thousand four hundred and twenty two dollars and in the last hour it's up 0.06 percent and in the last 24 hours it's up 0.15 percent in the last seven days it's down 4.15 percent so that means if we Not if, because we're going to buy Satoshis today. When we buy Satoshis today, we're going to get more than we did seven days ago. But if you bought some Satoshis yesterday, you're going to get a little less Satoshis because the price has gone up. So we have two green candles and one red. And we look at Ethereum, two green candles, one red. So as we look at Ethereum, it's at $1,565. It's It's up. In the last hour, 0.02%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 0.03%. In the last seven days, it's down 3.76%. And again, as I scroll, I see pretty much the same. I don't even see the really the same pattern because I see a bunch of cryptocurrencies that are down and red all the way across. So they don't even have one green. So I can't say that today. So but Bitcoin is doing what it does. And as we take a look at again, setting ourselves up, we are playing the game of chess. So the question is, what's next? What move do we actually make to ensure that we're able to get across this board safely? And so tomorrow we're going to get a little bit of an earful about what China feels about the United States. Now, again, I don't specifically say that this uh, affects our community, but you know why it does is because a lot of Chinese individuals in the Los Angeles or Southern California area, they actually own a lot of the real estate. And so what is this going to look like if Chinese nationals are taking the stance that they're taking against our money? Are they going to be mandated 
to get out of our country? Just what are those things looking like, which leaves a whole lot of what ifs. And so we've got to, again, learn how to play chess with our money and really pay attention to what's happening with the economy as it relates to this whole China thing, as well as the Russia thing and what we can do to better prepare ourselves. And so I'm excited about that conversation tomorrow. And we're definitely going to have it because that's what needs to happen. So Silvergate, ladies and gentlemen, one of the banks that is with the Federal Reserve or registered with the Federal Reserve, they are doing pretty bad right now. So their stock on uh, the NASDAQ fell as much as 11% on today. And I want to make sure that I'm giving you the right information that is today. It's fallen as much as 11%. So if you heard me last week and I started ushering in two weeks ago that there was possibly a problem with Silvergate for those of you that wanted exposure to the cryptocurrency market that invested in Silvergate shares, uh, they have started to fall. So hopefully you were able to be one of the lucky people that were listening to this show and actually started selling your, your positions in Silvergate, if you had any. And so, um, the bank actually suspended is cryptocurrency payment network and express doubts over the viability of its business. That's, this is a huge blow to the cryptocurrency space. And again, if you're listening in and you're tuning in, you get these little cues. And I got these cues when some of the people over in Korea that we deal with literally told us to stop wiring money to Silvergate and to pick this other bank that we should start sending funds to. And we knew then something was wrong. And we've been wiring to Silvergate for the last two, two and a half years without any issues. So we knew something was wrong. And so now this fallout is going to drag down several other cryptocurrency stocks. And again, I am not sad at all about the fact that cryptocurrency stocks are being dragged down. I really would like to see Wall Street all the way out of this ecosystem. Ladies and gentlemen, they have taken advantage of every single stock every single option like they control that whole deal whether you believe it or not it is absolutely controlled in my opinion again I just have to say my opinion and what I hated to see was them coming into this space and manipulating this thing called cryptocurrency and so because they're starting to get fallout because they're doing all the same things that they were doing in the regular money space meaning taking money from people and spending money they don't have and overextending themselves and all the things that they do so well and have done so well, it does not belong in this space. So I'm really excited about that. And so if you go to Reuters, you can read about some of the other uh, stock companies that give you exposure to Bitcoin, but don't give you 
actual Bitcoin. Actually, let me just tell you these really quick, because a lot of you won't take the time to go and take a look. And I know that it could be a good and a bad thing. I know you're busy. You're at work and that's my job. Right. So let me give you the several cryptocurrency stocks that are closed, that close negatively. I'm not going to say that they're going to continue to close negatively. Again, I'm not providing any financial advice, but just information, because I feel if you know better, you do better. So the crypto lending peer, which is called Signature Bank, SBNY.O, is down 2.5%. Bitcoin mining machine makers, eBang, E-B-A-N-G, International, and Canaan, C-A-N-N-A-A-N, also dropped 2.8%, and they're all trading. These are all stocks, dropped 2.8%, and uh, Canaan dropped 8.4% respectively. Bitcoin, BTC buyer, which is micro strategy, and I talk to you all about uh, Michael Saylor all the time. I am really watching what he is doing for churches in in his community and different uh, organizations that hold Bitcoin in treasury to see exactly how this is going to work. However, his stock micro strategy stock is down 3.8%. Um, the only reason I don't think that stock for micro strategy being down is such a bad idea is because he really understands the technology. He really understands what is about to take place. So even though other things like Silvergate bank and uh, silver signature bank are kind of scaring the market. I really feel that Michael Saylor is going to hold his ground. He is going to make sure that all the investors that invest with Michael strategy know exactly what's taking place and that they understand the technology and not really focus on the price. But the other one that is slipping in price is Coinbase. And I have said, I wouldn't uh, invest in, in, well, let me just repeat that. I'll finish my sentence. I wouldn't invest in Coinbase stock if it was the last place that I could put my money in the stock market. And that's just because of who the owners of Coinbase are and what they stand for and how they do things in this space. I just do not want to make money, even if it's, you know, I just don't want to make money with people that don't do right by us. And we have the option to do that. And we've always had the option to, to patronize people or not. And so Coinbase is one that I just will not patronize in that way. And so, uh, his stock is falling and it's going to slip more and more. The more people real that realize that they need to take custody of their cryptocurrency or of their coins, the less amount of money Coinbase is going to have to, be able to do the things that they've been able to do these last years because people were not knowing that they needed to pull their cryptocurrency off and they've been using it. And so prayerfully, when you need your cryptocurrency off these exchanges, they actually have it because they've been doing whatever they wanted to do, however they want it and whenever they want it. And so that's the plight of that. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we'll jump into our daily dollar cost average. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Yes, sir. If you have certain chronic conditions such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 
42. You may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins. All right. Welcome forward. So tomorrow we are jumping into the conversation about China, who has not only opened up for COVID, uh, opened up their COVID restrictions. They've also opened up so that their citizens could start purchasing Bitcoin and participating in that space. They also have their own digital currency CBDC. They have one. And we're going to talk about that as well. We're going to talk about what they're saying about the United States dollar. And we're going to figure some things out. Let's just have a conversation about it and figure out what our next step is in this game of chess or in this game of money shaped like chess uh, for our community. And so let's do our daily dollar cost average. And it looks as though you're going to have to take out your black Wall Street wallet or whatever wallet in which you buy your Satoshis or your Bitcoin. And I'm going to do $6 right after I get off to the air today and make sure that we're continuing to buy $6 a day while we are on the air until April the 1st. And I'm going to share with you all what I have in my wallet. And then we're going to talk about what it looks like as we go throughout the year. So with that being stated, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me here on the head of the crypto curve. We are making way for the DL Hughley show. And you all know I say DL is the truth. I want to thank you because you are on this journey with me as we create Satoshi Millionaires one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. You're listening to Nadja Roberts on the head of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.